Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This video is for the cowards amongst us like myself. If you've grown up in potentially like the feminine society around us with feminine school, but probably more importantly, your family wasn't necessarily feminine but they certainly put down your ability to be angry and aggressive and determined chances are you're a coward so the way that you know that this video is for you maybe you're interested in it if you're not but the way that you'll know is that you have a pretty hard time to be like angry potentially you get angry sometimes you get pissed off sometimes but like at someone else not necessarily. You couldn't imagine like disagreeing with someone sometimes. Sometimes you're very like agreeable. So you're, you're almost like a pushover. You kind of like let things slide. If there is something that you've got to bring up to someone in like a negative way, you've got to like reject someone or anything. It's kind of hard for you to do. If any, if you relate to that type of stuff and you, you do feel like you've had the personality of like a coward, even though you might, you know, get angry sometimes by yourself and you get pissed off that someone said something, you don't often kind of say it to them. You found times when like you were getting picked on in school, they like they were hitting you or anything and you you never hit back. You've never maybe like punched someone in the face or anything when you should, like should have. Obviously I'm not inciting like unnecessary violence, but there are absolutely a lot of times when like a bunch of like a lot of men should have like fought back but they didn't because of this this sense, this fight or fright kind of response of like you know staying frozen and just taking the fucking hits from someone else. It's probably put down by your family. So what would have happened is that you were a baby and, you know, something happened and you, like, you know, your parents did something to you or whatever and you got angry, you got aggressive to that and then they hit you more for it. They, like, they made it worse. When you've had your anger put down as a child, you then have this, like, sense of, like, repression towards it. It's, it's very interesting. Like, so I read a book. I've been reading the same book. It's called Complex PTSD by Pete Walker. I've mentioned it a few times on my channel. I was reading it and... He was giving this example of like, of like, you know, how to like raise your children properly. And this is very important for this topic. And he said, you know, his, his, his child, so this guy's, you know, he's all about like, he knows trauma and everything. And he said that his child went into like a little angry mood for something like, you know, he was like stomping his feet and he just let his child like experience that anger. And within like a few minutes, you know, the child's like being nice again. And it really like fucking hit me. And I was like, oh shit, like 
don't you think at least my like my parents did but like, don't you think like the majority of parents when their child is like being angry and stomping their feet and getting loud and screaming what do the most parents do they tell the child to shut up they tell the child not to be angry they they repress that anger like the resentment like a, a child should be angry like the child like goes through like the death of its like majesty like, you know, like the child is like, um, the book gave this quote by Freud, which is like the baby, the majesty, something like that. You know, the child is treated like the majesty, the, ch the child is treated like the queen, the king, the king or the queen. And, you know, everyone's like doing everything for it. But as the child grows up and it's five years old and you start to enforce some rules onto the child, they get angry because they're, they're angry at the death of like their, their previous freedom. They should be allowed to be angry. We probably weren't. When we were angry, we were like told off more we were hit more we were like pushed that anger and aggression off from us we go into school when we get angry at something at some injustice that you know happens to a child like we wanted to sit on that seat next to the cute girl or whatever the fuck's like we're getting angry about and then the teachers get angry at you and they put you down i had a lot of that shit i don't know about anyone else but i had a lot of that shit of, like i was never able to like express like that type of life because one, if I was ever angry or aggressive, I'd get hit by my parents and that would of course make me think, you know, very silent and everything. But two, in school, I'd get screamed at by these mental fucking teachers. And this was in the UK as well. Obviously they never hit me or anything. I feel like they would have like, if they were allowed to, but they were like, you know, they would, if I was like angry in any sense, if I was like having a little fight with my friend for something, you know, you, you're supposed to get pissed off sometimes. If you've had that response repressed inside of you, you turn into like this, this adult who, from the outside a lot of people are proud at you because you know you're the calm guy and everything and you get like some respect from that but it's not always positive being that calm guy because oftentimes you're way more passive than you should be sometimes you know you look calm and it's like you kind of look like you win the fight without even trying or whatever but sometimes you need that fucking aggression inside of you to make a fantastic point to protect yourself to like pursue something competitive you need it so I wanted to make a video for the like the cowards amongst us who struggle with reclaiming that male aggression that is our birthright because society and our family and our upbringing has stripped that away from us. I've recently just started to get my male aggression back. For most of my life, I've been a pussy. I've been a pushover. I've always had this front, like not always, but like for, you know, the, the years I was in university, I was weightlifting, I was doing a bit of boxing and everything. I was like, lad, you know, like going out to clubs, drinking and stuff. I was like fucking a lot of girls. I was like pounding them and everything. So I always had this, like this persona of like, not exactly aggression, but you know, like I'm a hard lad type of thing. But I, I can remember key moments and you probably can for yourself when there was a point to actually get aggressive, you know, to like literally hit someone or anything. A, lo a lot of the times I kind of like was way more passive when there was simply a point to like bring up to maybe a friend or, you know, to like do something to, in to invoke some like, some like power, to invoke power. I would often like shy away from it. If like the example I can give you is imagine like a friend like annoys you in like a bad way. Like, you know, he's done something to really piss you off. And it, the, the current thing is, okay, I've got to tell this friend that he's annoyed me. He does this thing that I don't like. Oftentimes you'll find yourself not doing it. The guy who's got some male aggression will do it. Hopefully not in like the bad way of, you know, being hostile, but like he'll find it quite normal to like bring up the, the thing of like, bro, you do this thing that pisses me off. Whereas like a lot of the times, if you're like me, like you let that shit slide, even though you constantly overthink about it. And it's like, it just becomes more of like this more pain and you hate this person even more because of how much mental space they're taking up, even though they have like done something that bad. So for me, it's been like, it's been with 
on the Discord server that I've got. It's been with guys that I've coached previously. It's this thing of like, you know, sometimes they disappoint me. Sometimes I don't want to like help them anymore. Sometimes I want to like ban someone from the, the Discord server. And it's like, I always, always just hold off on it because I've never felt the ability to have that power to actually like put in some of the aggression into work. And you turn into this pushover, but again, like the society around you rewards you for it. And they're like, oh, look, he's so calm. But sometimes you don't want to be fucking calm, bro. Sometimes you want to be a little bit angry. I'd say kickboxing has helped in a sense because it like weightlifting, like it didn't really, you know, it didn't let me exp like it. It let me, you know, you know, grunt and everything, and that's somewhat nice, but I don't really think it helped with this personally, even though most people would suggest, like, you know, lifting heavy weights and everything. I don't really think it, it helped that much. Kickboxing did, in a sense, because it's really, really a lot of noises, and you're like, you know, you're getting loud, like, like you're, you're really hitting something. So that helps, in a sense. But I found a lot of it is, like, I think just not the first thing to help you reclaim your aggression is just watching this video and getting inspired to think like, oh yeah, like I should be more aggressive sometimes. I should be like, you know, like um, pushing forward, like pushing, being assertive and like being disagreeable sometimes. I should, like that's the right that I have as a man. That's potentially like, you just needed to be inspired for it. But there's a few things I've wrote down that, uh, that you can um, pursue. And but one of the rewards I wrote here, I forgot I wrote this, but one of the things I wrote that a reason to do this, of course, you know, you'll you'll stop being a pushover, you'll start asserting yourself. Men who assert themselves, men who are disagreeable, make more money and get more like mates and everything. Like you'll like literally sleep with more girls the more that you reclaim your male aggression. And again, some dickhead's gonna take this wrong way. I'm not saying to be like the aggressive guy. I'm not saying to be a bad person, to be a hostile, angry person. I don't like that shit. I'm, I'm never gonna be like that. But you should have the ability to tap into your male aggression when it is needed. Does that make sense? One of the benefits of this, of course, you know, you're gonna make more money and everything. You're gonna protect yourself. But one of the random benefits I think is like, if you don't do this, like how we've lived, if you've been a coward like me, is with a way that reduces your testosterone. Because instead of competing, com competition is the thing that increases testosterone more than everything else. Competition, let me say that again, competition is the thing that increases your testosterone more than anything else. And everyone's gonna disagree, but no, lifting heavy weights, uh, sleep. The thing is, those, those things are fantastic and do them. You 100% do them, you'll get some good boost from that. I want you to think right now, what would be the thing that would that would spike the fuck out of your testosterone? One of the few instances where your testosterone would spike like like crazy, where it would double when you're about to have sex, when you're about to fucking kill a man, when you're about to be killed, and anything in between in terms of what your brain thinks could reasonably lead to those moments. So when we compete, generally we're competing against other men and our subconscious brain knows, even if one of us is a little bitch and we don't want to admit it that we're doing it for a woman, when we compete, our subconscious brain knows that we're competing for a woman, even if it doesn't seem like it. You're, you're competing for the Olympics or some bullshit, like bro, yeah, you know, the personal victory, <laughs> you're doing it for yourself, but it's like your brain knows for a fact that you're going to get some pussy because of that. So your testosterone goes up because your brain wants, you know, your body pumps it full of testosterone because we want to, to achieve and to win this competition so that we can go and then mate and reproduce. Same with any little competition that you do or any little altercation that happens. When you avoid altercations, there's something to say that to that co-worker, to that friend, but you avoid it. Your testosterone decreases because every altercation is kind of like a competition. An altercation is just kind of like an incident where it's like you versus this type of person, you know, this like, so someone's pissed you off, you've got to say it. Someone's like being really loud, you know what I mean? You've got to like go for the altercation. When you're the guy who just kind of lets it slide, 
you avoid, you actively avoid competition. You actively avoid increasing your testosterone. <clears throat> and the final thing before we actually get into how to increase your male aggression, just know that it's natural. Know that having this level of like male, like aggression is absolutely natural. If it feels unnatural, that's not because you shouldn't be doing it. It's simply because you're going against society's standards. It's kind of like the weird realization that you know when once you're looking into the red pill for the first time you're realizing like oh yeah women aren't really all princesses and like you know they've got a very cutthroat sexual strategy that we're all implementing and like the top 20 percent of men sleep with girls and everything you kind of get this like odd feeling where you're like wait am i doing the right thing like being a red-pilled man and you know trying to be the top 20 percent guy trying to sleep with multiple women and everything you, you kind of get that that thought and i think it's the same with this i think sometimes you'll you might end up overthinking and thinking like wait should i be like trying to be more aggressive because isn't aggression like a bad thing and would would uh, adonis would uh, ryan holiday would they think that it's a good thing or a bad thing the thing is you need the ability to tap into it i want to restate that do not take this video as an excuse to be more aggressive towards people who don't deserve it but someone who deserves your aggression like someone who objectively deserves it someone who's threatening you a situation in which you need to like um there's a certain word like i, I I think it begins with P, I can't, I keep thinking about it and I'm like, that's the exact word that would fit here. Something to do with like, to push yourself to it. I don't, I don't know which word it is. It'll come to me after I'm done with the video probably, but. Okay, so there's a couple of different things. So, so firstly, I think just hearing this video, getting this knowledge it has probably inspired you to hopefully think like, yeah, like I should be more aggressive in that sense. The second one is breathing. So generally, with the breathing advice that we've all followed, I know this this seems weird, like to be more aggressive, breathe, but we're just just bear with me, right? Most of the breathing breathing advice that we follow from like meditation, it's to relax us. So most people should be doing that, and the thing is, we should too. Like we should be relaxed for most of the day. You know, the the, the relaxed type of breathing is like very slow through the nose, in, and then a longer exhale. Like as long as the exhale can go, it's like nice and relaxed. So we'll do like a relaxing breath together. So in through the nose, out through the nose and really, really just let it go out. You do that for a couple of minutes, you'll feel nice and relaxed. That's kind of like the opposite thing we want to do to when we want to get aggressive. And maybe you'll actually see it in my face if I do it like real close. The, the opposite is essentially, sometimes we want to hyperventilate. So if you do this on purpose, it has a benefit. You don't like hyperventilation is quite like a bad thing if it happens automatically through like a panic attack or something. But I found and the research somewhat shows this and there's like, you can just search it online for the shit. But like, if you do it voluntarily, as you'll see like athletes do it, like for example, what do you see a power lifter do just before like they're going lift the heavy bar? They're not like, you know, doing like, they're not meditating, doing like a few, they go up to it like, big breath in, big squat. And they're like raging, they're being loud. So instead of like a nice, you know, slow, controlled breath, do the exact opposite. Hyperventilate with me just for a few seconds, in through your nose, out through your mouth fast. I feel it already. I just like, I personally felt like a rush of, of warm blood around my neck. And that was five seconds. When you need to to reclaim your, you know, when you need to use your male aggression, don't like in the middle of a fight or something. Don't be like nice and relaxed. 
society again like you'll be seen as like the nice guy if like you know someone's screaming at you and you'll be seen as a nice guy who's just sat there just meditating you will go home and feel like a bitch if you've been in those situations like i have where you just did nothing against some aggressor who like was coming into your face who could have hurt you and you tried to do this thing of like oh no i'm the calm one i'm the one who's meditating bro you'll feel like a bitch for fucking years because you didn't defend yourself like you get like slapped up by like your friend or some bullshit like when you're about when you need your aggression you need to get loud that's the second tactic there as well that I've got. It's like, get loud. When was the last time like, I speak to some guys? No offense to him, maybe he's, maybe he's watching this video, but I did a call with this guy, like with multiple guys, to be honest, most guys I do calls with, they, they speak in a very, very like, not exactly feminine, but just a very quiet, like, like timid voice. Like get loud, like speak with some fucking volume in your in your in your mouth. How does the king? Do you think the king talks like this? Like oh no, oh, no. like oh, you know, and then like they're looking away with contact. Look directly in someone. You should be speaking loud. Now don't like you know speak like a dickhead or anything, but speak loud, bro. Like project your voice. Speak with clarity. Stop speaking like this. Like oh yeah, and then I did this thing, and yeah, they, maybe you're right, Hamza. Like speak like this. That's just in general, like when you're speaking, you know, to people and everything, speak with some, like, this is how I'd speak to someone normally, right? If me and my friend were speaking and sometimes we'd laugh and I'd get even louder when we're laughing and stuff, but I would never speak to a friend like, oh yeah, do you doing, do you know what I mean? But sometimes when I'm making a point and people are hearing me make a point like I do on YouTube, I'm talking like this. Now, that being said, you can go one level above this, which I find is so, so helpful. It's, it's weird as fuck. And so if you feel too uncomfortable to do this, I won't even blame you. Sometimes just fucking shout, bro. Sometimes I'm on, like, I'm on my bicycle, I'm riding to the gym and kickboxing. Sometimes I'll literally just be like, whoa! Like, for no fucking reason, bro. Sometimes, like, I'll, I'll like, almost, like, crash my... Like, you know, I did that noise, just like, whoa! Like, I literally felt, like, the same level of, like, adrenaline. I, I can never pronounce that word, bro. Adrenaline. Say it for me, bro. Say it, bitch. <laughs> Sometimes, it's like... I felt it just then kick in with like one second. A sense of like aggression just came about me, but in a good way, in a way of like now, I, like I'm speaking louder in general. I feel more confidence. I feel like proud. I feel like capable right now. When you're just timid and you're in your mind, you're just weak. You're, you're not projecting yourself into the world. You're not like, you've got to like fucking, there's an author I really like and the way that he he writes books. I always found it funny, but now I'm beginning to realize the way he would say it, it's like, you've got to penetrate the world like you penetrate your woman. It's like, that's so fucking true. Like, stop, like, would you, like, do you want to, like, limp penetrate? Do you want to, like, limp dick your girl? Of course not. Why are you limp dick, dick in the world? You get to choose, like, you honestly get to choose. Do you want to limp dick the world? Or do you want to have it with, like, a rock-hard fucking penetration of the fucking world? Do you want everyone to know that you're here? Most guys are limp dicking it, and they're no, no surprise that they get no attention from anyone. They get no respect from men, no respect from women. Sometimes just get loud, bro. I know this is fucking weird advice and someone's gonna like cringe to this and they're like, oh, this is a stupid video. But like that video, this video is not for you. If you're watching this and you're thinking, like, oh, this is stupid, like it's not for you. This is for the guys who it's about fucking time that you reclaim your male aggression that's been stripped away from you by this society. Because with this, with this like level of like aggression, but you know that, that same saying of like penetrating in the fucking world, bro, you start to actually do some things instead of just being like shy and timid. You start and go, like, you go up and speak to that girl because when you're in this energy of like being loud and laughing and everything, making noises and like not giving a fuck, you go up and speak to that girl because you feel like it's your right as a man to just go and go up and at least see if she's interested in you. Whereas the timid limp dick guy looks from the outside and he's like, oh, you shouldn't speak to girls in the gym. Like, okay, well go home and watch fucking porn. Then that's what the limp dick guys are going to do. 
You choose right now which life you want. And the thing is, anyone who's complaining about this, they've made that choice. For me personally, I'm choosing this one, bro. I'm choosing the fucking rock hard penetration of the fucking world, bro. And if that comes from like this level of aggression and showing, just getting, not, yeah, honestly getting angry. So generally, like the thing is, I'm not an angry guy. And I think that's a skill. I think being angry is a bad thing. But do you know what's very, very interesting? In this book that I'm reading about complex PTSD and, you know, how to heal from a like, childhood trauma and how to like, you know, like in, reingrate yourself back into society. He really, really emphasizes the points, the value of angering. That's what he calls it. And he says, like, you, you've got to allow yourself to be angry at the injustices that you've faced. You've got to, like, vent about it. Not all the time. Don't, don't hold on to it, like, you know, forever or anything. The idea is if you've had an injustice about you, get angry when it's happened. Get, like, you know, like, this is annoying or whatever. Right? And then calm down straight after that. Do not, like, worst case scenario, if you're someone like me, bro, some injustice happens, someone treats you in a bad way, whatever happens, and you don't, like, respond to it, and you keep it in your mind, and then it's, like, you're angry in your mind for fucking days. Like, you, you get in an argument, right? You get in an argument, you're, you're nice and calm while the other person's swearing and saying some mean things on, like, online or whatever it is, and you don't really say much because, you know, you're, you're, you're fucking timid, you're limp dick right now. Then you start to think of all the stuff you should have said for literally days afterwards. Like... What what was what would have been better? You you know everyone saw you being calm and that's nice and stuff. But if you got angry a bit, it's like you you sort of like expelled that energy inside of you and you feel like that was checked off. But now because we limp dicked it for most of our lives, we've just carried all that extra negativity in our mind because we didn't have the confidence to just you know show some fucking aggression. If you don't feel right showing this level of aggression and anger and being loud, chances are two things. One, it's societal influence, which you're, you, you're a victim of, which is said like, oh, you know, men shouldn't be loud, men, sh men shouldn't be angry or something. You should be less masculine, you should be more feminine, which is a problem. Or two, it's that you've already been like conditioned by your parents, by society to like hide it in, especially by your parents with the idea that if you, when you get loud, when, for example, I just said to start shouting, if you shouted as a child and you got sh like hit for that, you're probably going to find it weird, this advice right now. You're probably going to think, oh no, I'd never do that. It's really, really worth the introspectiveness to think, okay, why, why is this advice weird to you right now? What is it? Is it that you don't want to be seeming weird in front of like the civilians outside and so you'd rather be like another limp dick fucking mindless person of society? Or is it that it kind of brings up this PTSD flashback of like your parents used to hit you when you'd, or shout at you when you would shout? Shouting for me has been one of the biggest ones. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd say all of them have been very, very nice. But shouting when I'm just on my bike, I'll just make random fucking noises sometimes. I'll just like, not like, I'm not a fucking weirdo. I'm not like, I don't do it like just right next to people. Generally, like I'm on the street by myself and I like, I'll almost fall off my bike or I'll go really fast or something or I'll jump off a curb and I'll like make a, like a shout or a joint, like a, a joke, not a joke, like a, um, a noise with it. One of the things, like, I'm actually proud of this, even though this is so fucking weird, but you'll know if you can, like, relate to me because of this. I was on the bike, and it, there was, like, a car that was just, like, I was on the road, and there was a car that was just, like, too close, and I'm sure, like, the, you know, they would have, like, moved off, gave me more space. Like, I was going against the, the traffic in, like, this weird bit where you've got to do that on, like, a bike. And um, they were, like, slightly on the bike lane a bit. Usually, you know, I'd, like, I'd stay as, as far as I could to the right, and I'd, like, you know, be proper timid and, like, you know, look away from them. I looked at the driver, like, in the fucking eyes when they come in, and I went like this. And I was like, come on, bro, move to the side. 
and they did. I know the time I was like biking and these kids were in front of me. I'm like biking pretty fast on this lane of like there's a bike lane and there's a pathway. The kids are on the pathway, but they're all like in arms, like they're all just, you know, being kids, pushing each other and shit. I press the bell, they don't hear me. I keep pressing the bell, like one of them hears me and he kind of like pulls to the side, he tries to pull like, you know, his friends off the bike path. And his other friend like jumps in front of it. And I, I literally, like he didn't really see that I was coming, but his friend was like, you know, being, being stupid and like pulled his other friend in it or some bullshit. With enough space that I could have stopped, right? I didn't even fucking stop, right? I kept on cycling. I was like, yo, what are you saying, bro? What are you doing? Like, as I was biking past, and he, like, it kind of scared him enough. But I was like, I would have usually just stayed fucking silent. But it's like, I almost fucking crashed because of that. I almost, like, I would have, like, hurt this kid. Not, like, not killed him or anything. Not serious. But if we crashed it, like, it would have hurt him a, a lot more than me. I felt kind of bad for this one because I fully, like, shouted as I was, like, going past, like, making eye contact. And I think I fucking traumatized the kid. But at least I'm, like, I'm proud for the fact that, like, I would have usually just, like, just carried on cycling. Just, like, eyes down type of shit. I'm glad that I actually had the ability to kind of like get angry at something that like it could have been a dangerous situation. And because of that, it was like a five second thing of me being angry. And I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. Instead of me, like, you know, for an hour afterwards, like, oh, you know, I almost hit that kid. Like oh, that kid, he, he should have been he shouldn't have been playing around on the bike lane and shit. I'd say one of the final things which links to the video that I'm also going to upload today, that video is going to be titled. Um, the sexual marketplace is going to be more cutthroat, something like that. So it links with that, which is that one of the final ways to reclaim your male aggression is to understand and to compete for women. You've got to understand that the sexual market, like you should just watch the other video. It's like an hour long. And I think it's probably, I think that's probably the best video I've ever recorded personally. I'm not going to lie. I really think that's probably the best video I've ever recorded. The most important, like just watch that video as well. But um, the final way to reclaim your male aggression is to really keep it in mind that like we're competing for women right now and obviously compete competing gives us the highest testosterone boost compete in an aggressive way don't be aggressive towards women don't like pursue them aggressively but compete in an aggressive way so when we say competing for women we're not like thinking about women specifically we're thinking we're competing against other guys who are leveling up on self-improvement compete against those guys aggressively see those guys as like somewhat of like the enemy now of course 100 i i often say okay don't see you know people as the enemy guys on self-improvement see them as friends and you know we all get to climb up together that's nice but it's very 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 beneficial to have like a couple of like competitors enemies in your mind so try and befriend as many guys as you can who are on self-improvement but for, for example like there'll be like one random guy for, I've, I've seen on instagram i've never spoke to him or anything but it's like bro i'm gonna fucking i'm running faster than that guy he's done nothing to me i've done nothing to him or anything but it's like i'm almost using his the i'm using him as an example in my mind of like competition because competition is so important for men we just often don't get into it so i'm thinking about this random guy like i won't even tell you his name or anything but it's, it's like some random profile like it doesn't even matter like who it is it literally doesn't matter who it is he's just an attractive guy i'm thinking about him and i'm thinking like, okay like i'm beating this motherfucker i'm i'm like no no like if i sleep in today like he, he's already gotten up no, if I like, if I do not enough work today, he's doing some fucking work today. So I've got to make sure that I'm doing it too. It's like, I'm just thinking about like him and like, there's a couple of guys in, but just in general, I, I often think about like the whole sexual marketplace as, as one. And I think of like, you know, the, the hundreds of thousands of guys who are putting some fucking work. It helps more when you think about a specific person. It could be me. I want you to think of someone, potentially someone you're not like related to in any sense, because if you think of it as me, you'll probably have like some random, like, negativity towards like me and my videos and we don't want that think of some like find some random guy on instagram screenshot his profile maybe follow him or something and literally just think okay this is the fucking enemy this is the guy like i've got to do more than remember his name let's say his name's jack literally thinks to yourself like no like 
Jack is going to have a cold shower. I'm going to have a cold shower and make sure it's longer than him. Yeah, that pussy got out after like two minutes. I'm going to stay for three. Jack's, Jack only lifted like this much weight today, but I'm going to lift more weight. Like in a safe way. Of course, don't do anything fucking stupid. But think about it in a safe safe way. Like, oh, Jack like overate his calories today. He ate, he ate a little bit of chocolate. I'm not going to eat any. It's, I don't know if that's like healthy to do or not, but at least in my perception, that level of competition that you just ingrain in your mind, thinking about this like character almost that you want to beat, it puts your like drive in. You get like a sense, you want like a sense of aggression towards this character and like be like pissed off at them and think like, no, like I'm not letting him win because if he does more than me, he's going to end up like fucking the girl that I want. And I know that that sounds toxic. You've got to watch the other one hour long video that I just made. That sounds toxic as fuck, but bro, it's the fucking truth. I explain it in so much de more detail in the other video, but it's the fucking truth, bro. Like, we are all competing for women, love, sex, intimacy in the sexual marketplace. And if someone beats you, if someone runs faster than you in this competition, bro, like, they're taking the women that you wanted. That woman at the finish line that you were, like, looking at, that you really were attracted to, but you let some other guy run past you, well, he's taking her, bro. That's something to get angry at. That's something to be thinking, like, no, fuck that guy. He's not running faster than me. Grab him by the fucking collar, bro. Run faster than him. It's a random fucking video I just wanted to make, but hopefully it's like it's helpful to someone else because I feel so much better. This is all, this has all been literally in the last like couple of weeks, honestly, that I've like reclaimed my male aggression and I've started to like be more angry and everything. So, like not in a bad way, definitely not. I don't think this has been in a negative way whatsoever. I think it's actually been very positive. Maybe just kind of negative to like the little kid that I shouted at, but he deserved it. Fucking stupid kid. Just walk. The, come on, you don't fucking fuck. Just drag your friend into a bike lane when there's a fucking bike coming, bro. You dumbass. But yeah, <laughs> do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.